welcome back to Second Star Radio. Um, trying to be a little bit more disciplined on the scheduling of when I record the podcast so that we can all kind of have a better um, idea of when they're going to be released. I'm, I'm shooting for at least once a week, if not twice a week, but I am definitely shooting for at least once a week. So um, last week we talked a little bit about um, going to uh, both Disney and Universal uh, with disabilities, whether they be physical or mental disabilities, and how we can make the services that the parks offer work for us in the best way possible, and also where to find information on specific services for needs of your party. Um, so I uh, just want to remind everyone that Second Star Radio used to be the Disney Coffee Chat. We started off as just my daughter and I chatting about Disney, but she's a middle schooler now, so she's off doing her own thing, and um, she'll be joining us more uh, as a special guest when we have uh, special things to talk about, and she's really great at researching things and giving a perspective from uh, her her age group, like a perspective for her age group and things that, that can be fun for her age group. And it's a difficult age for, for us to bring kids to Disney, that middle school age, because they really just kind of want to hang out with their friends and they have a different view of things. So um, it, it's it's great that she can really have still have a good time at the parks and give us her perspective. So um, that, being, that being said, if you want to find us on Facebook, it is Second Star Radio and Twitter as well is at second at Radio Second Star. And for Instagram, it is Second Star Radio Podcast. So just um, shoot us a message, follow us, let us know what you think, or let me know what you think, really, because right now it's just me. But I'm working on someone else because, you know, let's face it, this is a little bit more fun with uh, with two people. Um, so moving forward, uh, today, what is today's podcast about? Well, I decided to talk about um, what we can do if we go to Disney and Universal without going to the parks. The reason I am doing an episode like this is because I feel that right now so many people are really struggling financially and penny pinching and trying to save any way that they can. And Disney is expensive. You know, for some people, it's a once in a lifetime trip. For others, it's even a once in a lifetime dream. They never even get to go. So for some lucky few, we go more often than others. Some of us are annual pass holders. Some of us live locally and are near Disney World and Universal. So how can we maybe take a trip that maybe we had planned or maybe something that we think that after listening to this episode that maybe we think we can do financially, how can we still have fun and how can we still enjoy being at Disney and Universal Resorts without actually having to pay admission to go to the park? And this started with me. I started doing this a little bit more because during the pandemic, my I, I let my Disney um, annual pass expire. I, I did not renew my Disney annual pass because I didn't know what was going on and I kind of really needed to save that money as I'm sure many others did. So I decided to, uh, I made that decision to not renew it at the time. And, um, you know, I came to this conclusion that I'm going to try to see what I can do how much fun I can have and how many great experiences I can have without actually going to the park, but going 
to the resort but not the park. I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted because I've been trying to find a place in my house where I, you won't be able to hear the construction that's going on outside. And I guess this is not the spot. I apologize for that. So uh, focusing back. <laughs> um, so this, this is what this podcast is going to be about today. Is go- We're going to talk about the things that we can do and the fun that we can have as a family without actually paying admission to the park. Um, that being said, a disclaimer is that I did renew my universal pass because the universal passes, if you're not aware, are significantly cheaper than the Disney passes. That being said, it's also because it's only two parks and overall universal is cheaper than Disney when you combine, you know, um, uh, everything together. So I did renew my, my annual pass for universal. I did not renew my annual pass for Disney. So when I did when I did go down to Orlando when I did do these trips, there were some days that I did have uh, park days at Universal. But for this purpose, I'm going to talk about the things that we did outside the parks. Um, it's also something that for you to to know now because if you were an annual pass holder at Disney World or you never were but you thought about doing right now, Disney's not really offering annual passes to anyone um, outside. Of Florida. So uh, it's kind of a bummer for some of us who lived out of state and maybe did those annual passes to do those two or three trips a year. And now maybe you're holding back saying, well, I'm not going to go down because I don't want to have to pay to every day to go to the park when I could, you know, do the annual pass. But maybe you're missing it. And maybe you do want to go down there for a day or for a weekend or a week or whatever it is. And you you're thinking of what can I do? So um, that being said, uh, let's let's start with Disney. And everyone knows the, the the what do you do at Disney when you're maybe arriving, when you're leaving, on your off day, on a non-park day, what can you do? And everyone kind of floods to Disney Springs. So Disney Springs is my main go-to in Disney in Disney resort areas for to do things that um, are not, you know, but I don't have to pay for the park. But there are so many things to do in Disney Springs that I think a lot of people forget the different experiences that you can have at Disney Springs. When we go down to Disney World for a vacation, we're focused a lot on the parks and Genie Plus and making reservations for lightning lanes and, and in virtual queues and all fireworks and all of these things that, that we want to do that sometimes we tend to put Disney Springs and those other experiences on the back burner or maybe make them something that we do. Oh, the day we're arriving, maybe we'll go get dinner at Disney Springs or maybe the day we're leaving, you know, we'll go to Disney Springs for lunch or maybe we'll stop there at night after one of the parks. But you really can make uh, a day out of things that are going on in Disney Springs depending on when you go and what are the things that you like to do. Personally, I like to sleep in, so most of the things that I'm going to talk about are not going to be early morning activities. If you're out of the area and you're staying maybe off property or even on property, that's maybe a day. Let's say, let's wake up this morning, let's have a nice light breakfast, let's check out the pool, hang out there for a couple hours, come home, come back to the hotel room, shower, get dressed, and let's head out to Disney Springs in the late afternoon. That's the kind of uh, vibe that I'm thinking about right now. So um, Disney Springs is really amazing. There's restaurants, there's shopping, there's entertainment, and depending on when you go, there's different types of events and experiences too. It really has changed so much since 
even like 10 years ago or even when I was a child, especially. So there's four main areas of Disney Springs when you look at the map. Um, there's the west side area, which is kind of where Splitsville, which is the bowling alley and House of Blues is. There's the landing, where is Raglan Road and the boathouse. There's Town Center, which is their main shopping area where there's stores, the Welcome Center, there's Deluxe Burger there. And then there's the marketplace on the other side, where there's the marketplace stores, um, Waterside Stage, and there's Giardelli's. So these are the four main parts. When you go to Disney Springs, I this give you an example of like my parents, they live in Orlando. They live 10 minutes from Disney Springs. They rarely go to the parks. They do have annual passes, but they rarely go to the parks. What they like to do is they like to walk around Disney Springs, maybe grab an ice cream, check out the entertainment on the stages. If you're a local and you and you like some of the the entertainment that's played that plays at Disney Springs, you can find out when they will be playing again. There is a schedule that you can find out. So there are a couple of artists that my dad really likes to see. So he'll try to see when, you know, Nicholas is playing at Disney Springs and on what stage, and they'll make a day out of it there. Um, so you can sit, you can grab a drink, you can grab an ice cream, a popcorn, a snack, check out the the, the entertainment on the on the stages. And there's so much fun. There there's dancing. I mean, there's music from all over the world, all different kinds of music. Kids get involved. They want everyone up there. They want everyone singing. They want everyone dancing. And it is really a fun time. So make sure you try to check that out. Um there's obviously lots of shopping. Um there's Disney stuff. So my favorite is the, the, the Disney style. And there's the um, main, you know, uh, world of Disney store. Uh, there's a little stitch on the one of the entrances that every once in a while spits water. And my son just loves to spend like an, half an hour there waiting for Stitch to, stitch to spit him with water. Um, so you can, you know, browse the stores. I, I like to go into the stores not and I nece- I don't necessarily buy anything. I'm I'm actually become pretty pretty adept at going to Disney stores and not buying anything and kind of controlling myself a little bit more. And mostly I do that because I don't check my bag. I usually just travel with a backpack to save money on my flight costs, so I know that I won't be able to take it home with me. So maybe that's something that you can think of when you're shopping. Be like, you know what? I really can't take this home, but it's fun to look around and to see what they have. Um, window shopping, you know, but besides all the Disney stuff, they do have regular, you know, like, uh, mall stores like Sephora's and Uniqlo and Anthropology and tons of other regular clothing, not, I don't say regular clothing, but clothing stores that you can find in your regular, in your mall. They have that there too. So, you know, maybe you need to stop at Sephora to get your, you know, wrinkle cream or whatever it is. That's for me. Um, so, you know what? Let's go to Disney Springs and uh, maybe we can make a little afternoon out of it and I'll get what I need to do and we can get an ice cream and we can watch a show or we can watch the sunset and you can do things like that. Um, that's, of course, of your local. <laughs> um So, like I said, the stages, they have everything from dance school performances that maybe make their way over there to to perform on the stage. And then, like I said, music genres from around the world. My daughter and my family actually participated in one of these dance school Disney trips. Um, Her dance school did a Disney trip where the 
the children who wanted to dance, they performed. They had a choreographed routine, several of them. There was, you know, it was about, I'd say, 15, 20 minutes long. And they, uh, we, the, the dance school was able to get discounted, um, hotels and tickets for the members of the, of the parties that were going. And there was an afternoon where the girls, uh, the, 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 the kids from the dance school, were taken backstage by Disney. The parents didn't go, and they got this whole experience to see, like, how the, the, the cast members practice and where they practice. They had this whole experience, and they go on this private bus from there to Disney Springs, and then they perform on the waterside stage at Disney Springs, and everybody gets to see them, and it's super magical, and it's an amazing thing, and um, it was one of the greatest experiences for us. So... um you can always check there's always something happening on the stages. So there's also music besides the stages, you know, around the Disney Springs inside the certain uh, restaurants in there. There are there's music going on. There's so much music. So you can always find a spot. Um, the Edison, they have a live music show. So we've seen before it's kind of like a steampunk uh, theme and it's they have some really amazing singers in there my one of my favorite places to go is raglan road they have dancers and musicians inside the restaurant and they have live music on the outside patio as well so there's been times that we've gone to Gideon's, which is this amazing uh, uh, cookie bakery store. And if you haven't heard of Gideon's, check it out. Um, there's a line usually to get in, but you can join a virtual queue. And the line's really not that long. And it's amazing inside, and the cookies are amazing. But there have been times that I've been waiting on that line to go into Gideon's, and I don't mind it at all because I can sit there, I can have a little drink, and I can listen to the music that's coming from Raglan Road Patio. And they're all amazing musicians and there's obviously house of blues and they have a schedule of artists that are going to be um stopping and touring into in in house of blues as well and house of blues apparently has amazing food and i have not had food at house of blues yet so that is on my next uh list of places that i have to go um, there is the AMC dine-in theater, so you can have, you know, uh, watch a new movie and dine in there. There's the big balloon that you can go up in and get a, this amazing view of the entire area, which is also on my list of things to do next. Um, there's the bowling alley. There's the amphicars. The amphicars are, are those cars right next to the boathouse restaurant. There's these convertible cars that go into the water and you can take a boat ride in those cars. Um, there's special exhibits. I remember when I went one time for Christmas, there was this amazing walkthrough exhibit of all Christmas trees and Christmas trees that were each decorated with a theme, villains or Jasmine or the different princesses. And it was lovely. You know, we got a hot cocoa and we walked around and we took pictures and the kids loved it. They loved looking at all the different ornaments and the, and the intricate details, um, that, that were there. There's also like a little like ride area with a uh, little train rides and little for, for younger children that they could take rides on. 
Um, there's candy shops. There's a make your own candle section inside the the marketplace where all the marketplace stores are that we did last year. And the kids get to sit down and they get to pick the scents that they want in the candle and what color they want their candle. And they can decorate the outside and the candle and they smell delicious. And the cast members there and the workers there, they'll help you pick, combine scents to kind of make something that smells you know, specific. And even my son, who was only six years old at the time, he had a blast. He loved decorating the side of his candle. Um, there's, you know, all of these different things to do. There's a, there's a, another little area, um, kind of by the marketplace on the water where you can, there's also live music and you can get a drink and you can sit by the water and you can listen to the live music. Um, just walking around and being next to, the rainforest cafe where if you don't tell someone it's their first time there that the volcano is going to explode spoiler and fire is going to spit out that you can see their reaction i brought my friend's mom there for the first time and we were standing outside and all of a sudden the volcano started spitting fire and she's like oh my gosh oh my gosh and she was so in awe of it um, another place that we do every once in a while, it's a little bit pricey if you, you know, really get all the, uh, accessories is inside the T-Rex restaurant, there is a Build-A-Bear workshop, but only for dinosaurs. It is a legit Build-A-Bear, um, with all the same concepts of a Build-A-Bear, but it's just different types of dinosaurs. And, um, we've taken the kids there before. They've picked out their dinosaur, they, the heart, they do the whole thing, they put the stuffing. And then, you know, you can get the little accessories where that time I get a little bit crazy with the accessories. But the dinosaurs themselves, I want to say, are probably around $30. Um, I got one for myself <laughs> last year, uh, for my birthday. Um, you know, just fun little things to do. The kids love to go into the Lego stores and they love to play with the Legos. They love to, you know, walk around and, and, and see all of the different activities that are going on. There is really so much to do there that you can spend, a, you know, a good couple of hours, if not a whole, a whole day there, if you're, if you're going to plan to shop as well. Now, if you have a family of four or five and you go to Disney Springs and spend a couple of hours, even if you get dinner and you do a little bit of shopping, it probably won't be as expensive as paying for all four or five of you to go to the park and eat at the park as well. So you are saving money, you know, and it's a, a way for you to budget, you know, if really go and spend day and you're in Disney. I know that when I go, I, I don't think that my kids have even realized that they haven't been inside a Disney park since before the pandemic. And that the reason being we go to the surrounding areas. And because Disney is so well at theming, the kids don't even realize that they're not inside the park half the time. And they're being, you know, they're, they're keeping so active and, and they're doing so many other activities that they enjoy it. And it really is a place that every time you go, you can have a different experience. You can eat at a different restaurant. You can watch a show at a different stage. You can watch a different type of show. You can do a different type of activity. You can go into a different store. There's so much to do. Tip, I prefer, I prefer parking in the Lime Garage and don't use the bathrooms that are close to the Lime Garage or the, the Disney, the World of Disney store because there are tons of other bathrooms that are kind of hidden and they're cleaner and they're emptier. And sometimes they're really close. So check out that. Um, food. <laughs> I don't even need to really talk about food. But I guess I can talk about my favorites. My favorite food 
sorry, my favorite food at Disney Springs, my favorite place to eat is the boathouse. Uh, you can get so many different things at the boathouse. You can get great fish. You can get great salad. You can get great uh, steak. You can get great drinks. You can sit inside. You can sit outside. I went there once for my birthday and they sat us right when you walk in. There's a boat. You can sit like inside the boat inside. That was one of my favorite meals ever. We sat in there. I love Morimoto. I loved the duck. It is expensive, so don't look at your, you know, don't look at your wallet or, or when you, you know, don't look at your bank account where after you eat at Morimoto, but it is delicious. Um, I love Jock Lindsay's Hangar Bar. It's my new favorite spot. I had never gone there. It was one of those places that I always bypassed. I didn't really know. I didn't really, I don't know. I just kind of like went to the other places. Um, but they have the, their menu is kind of like tapas so it's a small plate so it's perfect for me now because i'm trying to you know control a little bit more on my portion sizes so the food is delicious and they're small portions and their drinks are amazing the decor is amazing you can get a seat outside at night and watch the sunset it's just a really really lovely place and i think it's overlooked a lot um, that being said, I'm, I hope my two listeners, you know, don't spread the word so that they don't, it gets crowded now. Um, but those are uh, some of my favorites to go. Uh, when we never we we go to D- to Disney or you know the Disney World Resort, usually our first night we end up going somewhere in Disney Springs. I'll make a reservation. When we're bringing visitors or friends and it's their first time, my mom loves to take them to T-Rex because it's so well-themed and, you know, they're they're so, like, you know, overwhelmed with uh, the the sensory input that's around them with the dinosaurs. And then there's this, 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 this um, ice cave room and it's just, you know, really cool. But um, you can get a, land, a Landry's card and the Landry's card, if you look it up, it can give you, it, you, you pay a small fee for it. I think it's $25, but it gets you kind of, it skips the line to restaurants all, all over. There, there's a list of all the restaurants that you can skip the line and T-Rex is one of them. I believe Rainforest Cafe is one of them too. But if you have the Landry's card and you present the card, even if you couldn't get a reservation or the wait is really long, they will skip you to the front of the line. And we have never waited, I would say, more than 20, 30 minutes for a table at T-Rex. So it, it's well worth it if you if you get a Landry's card. Um, what, I, what I've also done a lot of times at Disney World is I, I've made reservations to restaurants inside the resorts. So I've made reservations to Citrico's. I've made reservations to Chef Mickey, um, Ohana, uh, Whispering Canyon. I've made reservations to these uh, restaurants, whatever I can kind of snag, because I love going and visiting the resorts. So I can't afford to stay at Contemporary or Grand Floridian, Polynesian or any of these resorts. So what I love to do is I love to go and make the reservations for these restaurants. When you make the reservations for these restaurants and you get there a little bit earlier, you show up at the gate, you give them your name, you tell them you have the reservation, they'll let you park in the hotel you can go and maybe walk around the resort. You cannot go in the pools. You cannot do anything like that, but you can check it out. And they're beautiful. Their grounds are beautiful. They do have other activities that, you know, you can kind of like get into. So 
every every hotel will have uh, movies on the lawn so maybe you can sit and watch a movie on the lawn and there's activities that go on and run by cast members sometimes like i one year my kid they were doing tie-dye and my kids went and they paid for the i think it was like five or ten dollars or whatever it was that you wanted to dye and they did the tie-dye they do arts and crafts they do all of these other activities that you can participate in so then we'll do that and we can then go and have dinner and then maybe check out a bar, you know, um, Trader Sam's and, you know, um, um, what was it? The, not Rose and Crown, the Enchanted Rose, Enchanted Rose in Grand Floridian. And you can check out these really cool bars and lounges that are in the hotel and the resort and have a drink there and check it out. One of my favorite things to do was try to snag a reservation for Ohana or, <clears throat> you know, in or Kona Cafe inside the Polynesian for dinner. We'll go there for dinner. Afterwards, we'll go and get Dole Whips, and then we can sit out on the sand and watch the fireworks from Magic Kingdom. And it's just such a fun night, and the kids love it, and they have a blast. And we'll even sometimes do a loop on the monorail just so they can kind of, like, loop around and, and check out the resorts, and they keep pointing out the castle when they see it. Or We've even done it while the fireworks were happening. You know, we'll, we'll, they, they love it. They just really, really love it. So um, that's something that you can do also. Excuse me, just going to take a sip of my coffee. Mm. I know we're not the Disney coffee chat anymore, but I still have coffee. Um, so uh, that's something that we've done. So, you know, Whispering Canyon, they also have um, it, it, the Wilderness Lodge. They have this amazing lobby. It was one of, for Christmas. The, the Christmas tree was like seven stories high. It was just amazing. They have this beautiful fireplace. They have this, this you know, this water that starts in the hotel and then flows out of the hotel and into the pool and it's just everything is so beautiful the grounds are so beautiful we had a great dinner at whispering canyon then we can go and check out the rest of the hotel and we can go and have a drink they have this bar lounge that's like on the water next to the pool and you can see the fireworks from there too and you can see the electrical water pageant so if you time yourself right you can check out all of these cool things for absolutely free or for the cost of a dinner that you have at the at the resort um that was one of that was a great night too we what we did one time is we had a, a my friend and her kids had come and that her their dad said that they weren't and he wasn't going to be able to make it because he was working so what we did was we had dinner plans at whispering canyon we got to the hotel resort a little bit earlier we lied to the kids and said that um their mom had to go to a store but really he was picking up the dad from the airport so then what we did is we lined them up and we said oh everybody take a picture over here by the water with the fireworks in the background. You can kind of see them over the trees. And then I had them all lined up. And as I was taking the picture, I wasn't really taking the picture. I was filming. The dad came from behind me and said like, oh, hey, can I get in on this picture or something? And then I got a video of the kids just being so overwhelmed and the fireworks were in the background. And it was just a beautiful moment. And it was, you know, totally free. Just a reservation at Whispering Canyon. We had drinks at the bar. The kids got to see the fireworks, the pageant. They got to run around. They had a blast. So these are some of the things that you can do for free at the resorts. You know, ride the ferry boat from Magic King from from Polly to Magic Kingdom, and then take the walkway back to Grand Floridian. 
all these things, just magical things that you can just do just being at Disney World Resort, you know, have a snack, have a drink, have a wonderful dinner, catch the fireworks, do some arts and crafts, watch a movie on the lawn, do a campfire, a fire pit with, with marshmallows. All these things can be done at the resort and all of these things are entirely free. Um, another thing that uh, you can always do is there's a mini golf. You can play mini golf. Uh, there's that Christmas themed mini golf. You can do that. Uh, yeah, you do have to pay per person, but it's significantly cheaper than buying a ticket to the park. So another, you can have a whole vacation in the Disney World Resort without going to the park. That is literally something that I have always said. You do not have to pay to go to the park. You can still have an amazing time. And a lot of times, if you stay at a resort in Disney World, those those pools, even outside at the neighboring resorts, the pools are amazing and the kids love to be in the pool. They really, really love to be in the pool. So just waking up in the morning, having a light breakfast, heading out to the pool, letting them run around in the pool, maybe making a reservation for dinner at one of the resorts. You can do all of that. And then you can check out another resort and have an amazing time, an amazing extended weekend and not go to the parks at all. A little bit of a tip. When you make a reservation for um, a Disney restaurant, just remember that if you do not cancel within 24 hours, you're going to be charged for it. However... Um, a little tip that I, that, that I had, I was caught in a bind one day. I think it was because our flight was delayed and I was going to miss my reservation. What I was able to do is I was able to, um, modify the reservation for the next day. So let's say, you know, you 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 plan on having a reservation at Ohana at six o'clock for dinner and your flight was delayed and now you're not landing until six o'clock. So you're obviously going to miss your dinner. So what you can do is go on your app. Go on the My Disney Experience app, go to your dining reservation, and modify the reservation. So now let's say you had a party of five and they don't have a party of five for tomorrow. Try modifying it for a party of four or a party of three just so that you don't get charged for that reservation. And then you can call Disney Dining and they can try to coordinate something for you, even if it's not Ohana, if it's something else. But at least that way you won't be charged um, if you're in a bind. Because let's face it, when you're traveling, a lot of things can happen in 24 hours. So um, that being said, I'm going to move on to a Universal. Universal, um, the equivalent to, um, to Disney's Disney Springs, is Universal's City Walk. So um, Universal City Walk, I, I, it's not as big and it's not, there's not as much to do as, um, sorry, I'm looking for my paper and I just can't seem to find it. Did I write something down about Universal? Oh, yeah, I did. Here it is. Um, so Universal does have a uh, city walk. Again, gr- movie theater, uh, tons of restaurants, lots of shopping. Not as much as Disney in terms of uh, the variety of stores, but there are stores there. Um, great, great food. Uh, they even have quick service. Like, you know, um, I think they have a Moe's or a Panda Express, like Burger King. They have that stuff on the ups, up. Up, upstairs section so you can even get like faster food there some of my favorite places to eat with cowfish um and some of my favorite snacks which is voodoo donuts all at universal um universal's city walk there's also mini golf there there's like an alien mini golf there too that you can play uh, it's right next to so like when you're coming from the parking lot and you're on the walkalators you'll see the mini golf course right there um, but the lack of, I guess, the, the lack of activities or, or, or entertainment that is at, you know, at City Walk, um, I think 
it makes up for it with the resorts that you can go to by 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 boat. So you have you know um, Portofino, Royal Pacific, um, and Sapphire Falls and Hard Rock Hotel are all Universal Resort hotels, and they have boats in, in Disney's in the um, City Walk area that's right next to kind of where this, there's like a stage there. So they have these boats that you can take to the resorts, two, two on one side, two on the other. And it's the same thing. You can uh, make a reservation or go dining, go go have dinner at one of these resorts and check them out. And they are amazing. So one thing that I've noticed at Universal, the resort hotels didn't seem to um, ha- be as hard to, f- to find a reservation for than, than I thought. So I thought I needed a reservation to go to one of the the restaurants in Portofino. I got the reservation. I was so nervous that I was going to lose my table because we were running behind. And I run to the hotel. And then I get there and the restaurant was like empty. There was like six tables that were occupied and everything else was free. So there wasn't a problem at all. I think a lot of people who are staying at Universal or who are going to Universal, they're eating at CityWalk. And I they're missing out, I think, on some of the great uh, resort ho- resort food and restaurants that 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 Universal offers. So um, we did go eat at Portofino. We went to their one of their moderate restaurants. I cannot think of the name of it, and I know I wrote it down, but I can't find it. Um, but there is another. Uh, there are other restaurants there. There is gelato shops. There's so much food. It's a beautiful place. It really looks like you're in a coastal town in Italy. And you can take beautiful pictures and you can walk around and you can have your, your, your dinner and you can have a gelato and you can check out everyone hanging out in the pool and you can walk inside the resort. It's beautiful. We then also, we, so we only wait, ate at Portofino and, um, Royal Pacific. We will be going to the other side later on, but Royal Pacific, oh my gosh, gorgeous. So we ate at, um, uh, oh, I can't think of the name of it right now. If I can look it up, I'll, I'll let it for you. Uh, it's the main, like, American uh, food that we had there. The food was good. Um, it, was a, it was a little bit more crowded. Uh, Universal Orlando Royal Pacific Hotel Restaurant. Let's see if that comes up. Mills Royal Pacific. Do, 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 do. Um, I'm trying to find it. Oh my goodness. It's. Oh, that's nice. Exotic South Seas Paradise. That's basically what it was. <laughs> it was really beautiful, I have to say. Um, no, it wasn't Duck Duck Market. It was beautiful just a beautiful resort there's this beautiful entrance so when you when you come in like you gotta you walk over you have to walk over a bridge to get to the restaurant so um sorry i'm still looking for here we go restaurants no that's not it tucked up market no Ooh, there's a stu- the stu- oh yeah, Jake's American Bar. That's where we ate. A full service f- bar pays homage to the fab- fabled South Seas explorer Jake McNally, whose seaplane floats in the lagoon. Toast his adventures with cocktails, appetizers, and select entrees. 
um, there's this beautiful like lounge and this is where the sushi bar is with this beaut it's just so beautifully decorated there's this beautiful area outside of the lobby it's kind of like a courtyard with like these elephant fountains and it's just like if you just go there have a cup of coffee read a book relax it's gorgeous so definitely check out Royal Pacific and the food at, at Jake's was really great the lounge was beautiful everything was so amazing so um on your trips to you know you can you can hop over to Universal if you're going to Orlando and you want to spend the day but you don't want to go to the park hop over to Universal hop over to one of the amazing restaurants i mean cowfish was amazing vivo was be- amazing there's margaritaville there's the, cho- the 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 chocolate emporium place there's so many um amazing places to eat there's bubba gump if you're you know there's just so many different places to eat um that you 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 can definitely really get really great food there they'll have entertainment and concerts on their stage as well there's uh snacks so uh, just a word of advice, if you are going to get Voodoo Donuts, they do have a mobile ordering that you would, you should use. That's my personal um, advice to you because Voodoo Donuts is one of those places. It's kind of like the City Walks version of Gideon's that there's a line out the door. So their mobile ordering, they have a little kiosk outside across from the actual store. So if you do your mobile ordering there, you can just go up and pick up your donut. Um, during times when it's really, really crowded and there's a high influx of people, the mobile ordering doesn't work. So that happened to us one, one day recently. We got there. It was kind of like high point of the day. So the mobile ordering didn't work. But later on, when I was leaving, I was able to get um, to mobile order it on my way out of the park. And I was able to pick up the donuts on, on our way out. So uh, that's definitely a, a little tip that I have for Voodoo Donuts there. Um, so, you know, go over there, maybe do a little bit of shopping, get some dinner, check out the show, get some dessert, walk around, take a nice, really beautiful boat ride to one of the hotels, take some beautiful pictures over there, check out a bar and a lounge over there, check out some dessert areas over there. Really immerse yourself in the experiences that the parks can offer you or the resorts can offer you outside actually being in the park. Because I think I, I, you know, some of us are shying away from going to Orlando because we think, oh, you know, maybe I can afford like a, a vacation, but I don't think I could afford a Disney vacation or a Universal vacation because you're adding on the cost of the parks to your overall budgeting. But if you can really research and you can really think about how you can save money by going to the resorts and just really taking advantage of what the resorts have to offer outside of going to the parks, you really can have a beautiful time and you can really have a really fun trip and the type of trip that you might not be able to have if you do do the parks. So I think that although I have been going to Disney and Universal, I'm a Disney and Universal pass holder for so long, I really didn't realize the small things that I was missing out on because whenever I was going, I was just going park, 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 and Disney, then Disney Springs and the resorts and City Walk. Those things kind of just became things that I had to walk through or that I maybe went and had dinner at once in a while. But taking advantage of everything that these places have to offer without the cost of having to pay for park tickets can really make for a fun time. So I hope that um, you you enjoyed, that maybe you walked away with some new ideas, that maybe you walked away with um, a, a plan that maybe, hey, you know, let's take a trip to, let's do the Orlando, let's stay at, you know, an all-star resort, let's do pool days, and we'll do base painting, and we'll see what the resorts have to offer, and we'll do Disney Springs, and all of these things that you can absolutely do on a budget, 
I'm actually going to, um, one of the things that I'm going to do for my next episode is I'm going to try to maybe budget right now, like on, on this week, what would it look like if I took a family of four to, you know, the Disney World Resort, but I didn't go to the parks? What could I do? What's my sample itinerary for, let's say, four-day, five-day trip for a family of four and how much that would cost you? Just to give you an idea. So hopefully maybe this summer you can do that. You can take your family there and you're not spending, you know, a ton of money and you can have a really great time. Um, and I guess that's it for now. Again, if you want to check us out on Facebook, it's Second Star Radio. In Twitter, it's at Radio Second Star. And Instagram is Second Star Radio Podcast. Um, you can also check out Second Star Voyages, which is our travel company that, you know, we're kind of not really launched yet. But if you have any questions, I'd be more than happy to help you and answer and help guide you on your way. Um, other than that, I hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.